if we have giant swelling we will go for aspiration in aspiration if we found the cells of white bc is less than 2000 اقل من 2000 so it's osteoarthritis type لو من 5000 ل 50000 from 5000 to 50000 so it's inflammatory inflammatory maybe rheumatoid arthritis او ممكن crystals crystals زي gout او pseudo gout او seronegative seronegative diseases زي ankylosing spondylitis او reiters او psoriatic or enteropathic arthritis لو لقينا في الاسبيريشن ذا سيلز مور ذان 50000 يبقى دوت septic arthritis Rotator cuff muscles. Rotator cuff muscles mnemonic for sets or sites. S for supraspinatus, I for infraspinatus, T for teres minor, and S for subscapularis. So supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres minor, and subscapularis. Supraspinatus abduct arm before deltoid and it's most commonly injured. Number two, infraspinatus. Infraspinatus rotate arm laterally. Teres minor, teres minor, adduct and rotate arm laterally and supra subscapular, subscapular, which is tahtal scapula, adduct and rotate arm medially. Elbow pain. أول حاجة نبدأ باللاترال epicondylitis. Lateral epicondylitis or tennis elbow. الفيتشرز بتاعته أول حاجة pain tenderness localized to the lateral epicondyle. The pain worsens on resistant wrist extension with elbow extended or supination of the forearm with the elbow extended. يبقى كل problem in في elbow extension. The episodes typically last between six months to two years. Patients tend to have acute pain from for six to twelve weeks. يعني بيقعد الوجع acute pain من ستة لاتناشر أسبوع والحالة كلها بتقعد من حوالي من ستة شهور لسنتين ممكن تقعد سنتين. طيب تاني حاجة Medial epicondylitis, medial epicondylitis or golfer's elbow. Features of golfer's elbow: pain, tenderness localized on the medial epicondyle. Pain is aggravated by wrist flexion and pronation. Flexion and pronation. Symptoms may be associated with numbness, tingling for fourth and fifth fingers, because of ulnar involvement. Number three is a radial tunnel syndrome. Radial tunnel syndrome most common due to compression of posterior interosseous branch of the radial nerve. It is thought to be a result of overuse. Features of radial tunnel syndrome is the symptoms that lateral epicondylitis, making it difficult to diagnose. However, pain tips to be around four to five centimeters distal to the lateral epicondyle. Symptoms may be worsened by extended elbow and pronation of the forearm. Cubital tunnel syndrome. Cubital tunnel syndrome due to compression of the ulnar nerve. Features of cubital tunnel syndrome. Initially intermittent tingling of the fourth and fifth fingers may be worse when the elbow resting on a firm surface or flexed for extended for extended periods. بيحصل ساعات later later بقى بيحصل numbness في الفورث والفيفث fingers with associated weakness يبقى الأول بيبقى intermittent tingling وبعد كده numbness في الفورث والفيفث finger وبقى معاه ساعات weakness آخر حاجة ال olecranial perzitis ال olecranial perzitis is swelling over the posterior aspect of the elbow they may be associated with a pain warmth and erythema تبقى حمرة كده ومنتفخة it's typically with middle aged male patients Lateral epicondylitis or tennis elbow. Lateral epicondylitis typically bad unaccustomed activities. Activity غير معتادة زيادة such as house painting or playing tennis. عشان كده اسمها tennis elbow. It is most common people from forty five to fifty five years. Typically affect the dominant arm. Features of lateral epicondylitis. أول حاجة بفي pain بفي tenderness localized على lateral epicondyle. تاني حاجة ال pain بيوز on wrist. 
extension against resistance واحنا بنعمل wrist extension against resistance أو with the elbow extended or supination of the forearm أثناء ال elbow extended آخر حاجة الإبيسود دي بتبكالي لاست من ست شهور لسنتين البيشن تندر تو هاف أكيوت بين فور سكس تو تويلف ويكس مانجمنت أوف لاترال إبيكوندرايتس أو تينس إلبو إنكلود آخر حاجة أدفايس وان أفويدنج مسل أوفرلود دي حاجة سيمبل أنالجيسيا ثري ستيرويد إنجكشن سمتايمز أن فور فيسيو ثيرابي Carpal Tunnel Syndrome Carpal Tunnel Syndrome goes by compression الميدل نيرف in the carpal tunnel history of carpal tunnel اول حاجه بيبقى فيه pains or pains needles كده ناحيه الثمب والاندكس والميدل فينجر عشان دول الحتت اللي بتسبلايد باي ميديال نيرف ميديال نيرف تاني حاجه unusually symptoms may ascend proximally sometimes يعني بتروح proximally the patient check his hand to obtain relief classically at night examination how to examine to ensure that carpal tunnel syndrome اول حاجه بتلاقي فيه weakness on thumb abduction عشان affection of the abductor but this is previous تاني حاجه wasting of thinner eminence thinner not hypothenor وفي two signs tunnel signs and phalen signs Tendon signs tapping, tapping cause parathesia and phalen sign flexion of the wrist cause symptoms. طب إيه أسباب الكربل تانيل سندروم؟ أول حاجة ممكن يكون إيديوباثيك. تاني حاجة pregnancy. تالت حاجة إديمة like heart failure for leonate fracture. عظمة اليونيت ممكن تتكسر تعمل ميديان كربل تانيل سندروم. وآخر حاجة روماتويد أرثرايتس. بالإلكتروفيسيولوجي هتلاقي الموتور and sensory affection فهتلاقي prolongation of the action potential. Treatment of the كربل تانيل سندروم include corticosteroid induction or wrist Splint denied and surgical decompression. The total flexor rectangulum division. Cubital tunnel syndrome. Cubital tunnel syndrome. The result of compression of the ulnar nerve as it passes through the cubital tunnel. Clinical features include: first, there is tingling or numbness on the fourth or fifth finger, which starts of intermediate and then becomes constant. Over time, the patient said be develop weakness and muscle wasting. Pain was on leaning on the affected elbow, and sometimes, often, history of osteoarthritis or prior trauma area. Investigation of cubital tunnel include diagnosis when become clinical and however in selected cases in nerve conduction studies may be used. Management of cubital tunnel syndrome include أول حاجة avoid aggravating activity. تاني حاجة physiotherapy. Three steroid injection and four surgery in resistance cases. Decorvand stenosynovitis or gamer thumb or wash, wash, uh, washer woman sprain or mummy's thumb. Decorvand stenosynovitis common condition in which teeth containing extensor polishes previous and abductor polishes longest tendon inflamed. Typically, we affect the female from 13 to 15 سنة. features pain on the radial side of the wrist. If you tenderness on the radial steroid process, will abduction of the thumb against resistance is painful. The test is Finkelstein's test. Finkelstein's test the examiner put the thumb of the patient in ulnar deviation and in longitudinal traction. Patient with stenosynovitis, this action will cause pain over the radial styloid process and a long length of extensor polishes previous and abductor polishes longs. Management of decurvain stenosynovitis include أول حاجة analgesia, ثاني حاجة steroid injection, three immobilization with a thumb splint or speaker ساعات بيكون effective and sometimes we go for surgical treatment. Lower back pain, prolapsed disc, prolapsed disc will cause lower back pain. 
Prolapsed lumbar disc usually protrude, produce clear dermatological leg pain associated with neurological deficit. So, prolapsed lumbar disc will be a dermatological leg pain with neurological deficit. It features leg pain usually worse than, than back, leg pain after, and pain often worse when sitting. When sitting, the pain is often worse. Set of compression. If L3 nerve root compression, so it's sensory loss over the anterior thigh and weak quadriceps and reduced knee flexion and posterior stretch test. If L4 root nerve root compression, so sensory loss and the anterior aspect of the knee and weak quadriceps also and reduce knee reflex and posterior femoral stretch test. If L5 nerve root compression, so we'll find sensory loss dorsum of the foot and weakness in the foot and big toe dorsiflexion and reflexes are intact and positive sciatic nerve stretch test. If S1 S1 nerve root compression will find sensory loss in the posterolateral aspect of the leg and the lateral aspect of the foot and weakness in the plantar flexion of the foot and reduced ankle reflex but positive sciatic nerve stretch test. Management of prolapsed lumbar disc or lower back prolapsed disc similar to that other musculoskeletal lower back pain like analgesic physiotherapy or exercise if symptoms persist like after 4 to 6 weeks then refer for consideration of MRI if appropriate. Lumbar spinal stenosis, lumbar spinal stenosis, the condition in which central canal is narrowed by tumor or maybe by disc prolapse or other similar degenerative changes. So lumbar lumbar spinal stenosis, via central canal tip narrowed, maybe by tumor or maybe by disc prolapse or maybe similar degenerative changes. Patients may present with combination of back back pain, neuropathic pain, and symptoms mimic. Claudication. One of the main features that may help to differentiate it from the true claudication is a history in the positional element of the pain. So sitting is better than standing and patients may find it easier to walk uphill rather than downhill. Neurogenic claudication also type history makes lumbar spinal stenosis a likely underlying diagnosis, but the absence of such symptoms make it far less likely. Pathology of lumbar spinal stenosis, degenerative disease. Degenerative disease is the commonest underlying cause. Degenerative is believed to begin in the intervertebral disc where biochemical changes such as cell death and loss of proteoglycan and water content lead to progressive disc bulging, bulging and collapse. This process leads to an increased stress transfer to the posterior facet joint, which accelerates cartilaginous degeneration and will also go for hypertrophy and osteophyte formation. This is associated with thickening and distortion of the ligamentum flavum, combination of the ventral, ventral disc bulging and osteophyte formation and the dorsal facet and the ligamentum flavum hypertrophy combined to circumferentially narrow the spinal canal and the space available for the neural elements. So the compression of the nerve root of the coda equina leads to characteristic clinical signs and symptoms of the lumbar spinal stenosis. Diagnosed by MRI, MRI scanning is the best modality for demonstrating the canal narrowing. Historically, the man can we use bicycle test was used to a true vascular claudication could not complete the test treatment laminectomy complex regional pain syndrome it's a reflex sympathetic dystrophy and causalgia neurological related symptoms typically occur following surgery or a minor injury crps or complex regional pain syndrome is a three times more in female we have two types type one which is the most common no diminutable lesion to a major nerve but type two there is a lesion there is a lesion to major nerve features progressive and it is 
disproportionate symptoms to the original injury or surgery. We'll find allodynia, temperature and color skin changes, edema and swelling, motor dysfunction, and the Budapest diagnostic criteria sometimes used in the UK. Management of the complex surgical pain syndrome include early physiotherapy, which is important, and may need specialist management and neuropathic analysis. Dactylitis. Dactylitis is a joint painful swelling. We'll find it in spondyloarthritis like psoriatic arthritis or ankylosing spondylitis or reactive arthritis. We'll find it also in sickle cell disease and others like TP, syphilis, and sarcoidosis. Seronegative spondyloarthropathies. Common features of seronegative spondyloarthropathies include our it associated with HALA or HLAB27. Two, it's rheumatoid factor negative, hence it's more seronegatives. Three, peripheral arthritis, which is usually asymmetrical, so asymmetrical peripheral arthritis and sacroiliitis. Sacroiliitis, which is low back pain, low back pain, and enthesopathy. Enthesopathy, which is a tendon of the muscle in the bone insertion, make pain like in Achilles tendonitis and plantar fasciitis, which is called enthesitis. We'll also find extra articular manifestations like uveitis or pulmonary fibrosis, mainly in the upper zone and amyloidosis and aortic regurgitations, also including dactylitis, dactylitis, which is mean joint painful swollen sausage shape. Spondyloarthropathies including 1. Ankylosing spondylitis, 2. Psoriatic arthritis, 3. Reuters syndrome, including reactive arthritis, and 4. Enteropathic arthritis, which is associated with inflammatory bowel disease. Ankylosing spondylitis features. Ankylosing spondylitis is a HALA or HLA-B27 associated spondyloarthropathy. It typically presents male sex ratio 3 to 1, so it's male more than female, and the male age from 20 to 30 years old. Features of ankylosing include, it's a typically a young man who presents with lower back pain and stiffness of insidious onset. Stiffness is usually worse in the morning and improve with exercise. Sometimes patients may experience pain at night, which improve on getting up. Clinical examination will find reduced lateral flexion and reduced forward flexion. So we'll go for super test. Super test is a line drawn 10 cm above and 5 cm below the dimple, dimple, dimple of Venus. The distance between the two lines should be should increase by more than 5 cm when the patient bend as far as forward as possible and it will find reduced chest expansion. Other features including a epic, apical fibrosis of the lung, anterior uveitis, aortic regurgitations, Achilles tendonitis, and even node block and amyloidosis and coda equina syndrome and peripheral arthritis in 25% and is more common in female. How to investigate and manage ankylosing spondylitis? Investigation We'll find number one, inflammatory markers like ESR and CRP are typically raised, although normal levels do not exclude ankylosing spondylitis. So, inflammatory markers are alia, ولكن low normal level that do not exclude ankylosing. Number two, LHALA B27, little used because it's positive in 90% of patients with ankylosing, but also in 10% of the normal patients. So, plain x-ray. Plain x-ray of the sacroiliac joint is the most useful investigation in establishing diagnosis of ankylosing. Actually, radiographs are normal in the early disease, but later changes include number one, sacroiliitis, sacroiliitis with the subchondral erosions and sclerosis, and squaring of the number vertebrae and bamboo spine, It is late and uncommon, and syndesomopathy, 
Syndromophytes, it's due to ossification of the outer fibers of the annulus fibrosis and will just x-ray will find apical fibrosis. In the x-ray, if the x-ray is negative of sacroiliac joint, involvement it in ankylosing, but we still suspicious it's ankylosing. So next step is obtaining MRI. Sign of the early inflammation involving the sacroiliac joints, bone marrow edema, confirm and diagnose of ankylosing. Spirometry, spirometry will show restrictive defect because pulmonary fibrosis and kyphosis and ankylosing of the costovertebral joints. Management of the ankylosing spondylitis. Healers' um, guidelines include number one, encourage regular exercise like swimming, two, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs are the first line of treatment, then physiotherapy, then sometimes the disease modified drugs or the MARDIS such as sulfasalazine are only, only useful if the, there is peripheral joint involvement. Healers' guidelines also suggest anti-TNF therapy should be given to patients with persistence high disease activity despite of conventional treatment. Research is now ongoing of used anti-TNF therapies earlier in the course of disease like internercept and adalimumab. Note that there is no radiological progression by using these TNFs. Kidney affection and the ankylosing include IgA nephropathy and non-structural anti-inflammatory drugs will induce nephropathy and amyloidosis in the kidney. Psoriatic anthropathy. Psoriatic anthropathy include nail and joint and skin. Psoriatic arthropathy correlate poorly with cutaneous psoriasis and often precedes the development of skin lesions. And around 10 to 20 percent of the patients with skin lesions develop an arthropathy, but male and female are equally affected. So skin lesion arthritis precedes skin in 15 percent by 10 years early. So this is arthritis more earlier by 10 days by 10 years early skin lesions are present but yet diagnosed in 15 percent nail will find nail and uh, arthritis enthesitis Inti, uh, enthesitis mean inflammations tendon insertion side to bone and dactylitis which is sausage digits to of toe or fingers three of the nail nail pitting and onculosis and swelling of the hand and feet with pitting edema Types of psoriatic arthropathy, rheumatoid-like polyarthropathy, polyarthritis is from 30 to 40%, and the most common asymmetrical oligoarthritis typically affect hand and feet, and sacroiliatus and distal, uh, distal uh, interpharyngeal joint disease and arthritis mutilans. Arthritis mutilans severely de de deformity in the finger and hand, which is called telescoping fingers. Management of psoriatic arthropathy include, actually it should be managed by a rheumatologist and treat as rheumatoid arthritis, but with better prognosis, so we'll give methotrexate and the rizumab. Enteropathic arthritis, which is from the seronegative enteropathic arthritis, it's bloody diarrhea and arthritis. So it's joint and intestine, so it's called enteropathic, enteropathic arthritis. We'll find post dysenteric creatures or maybe the enteropathic arthritis. And in the enteropathic arthritis, no infection and no ova. And the colon affection will find bloody diarrhea and joint. And associated with maybe ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. In Crohn's disease, we'll find skin affections like erythema nodosum. If ulcerative colitis, we'll find skin affections like pyoderma gangrenosum. Reactive arthritis. Reactive arthritis of the one of the seronegative HALA B27. Reactive arthritis is called Reuters syndrome. It is in composed Reuters syndrome. Term described classic triad of urethritis and conjunctivitis and arthritis. So it's called can't see or be or climb a tree. 
following a dysentric illness during Second World War, later studies identified patients who developed symptoms following a sexually transmitted infection. So maybe it's post-sexually transmitted infection, now sometimes referred as sexually acquired reactive arthritis or SARA. Reactive arthritis or RETERS is defined as an arthritis that develops following an infection where the organism cannot be recovered from the joints. Epidemiology may be post-sexually transmitted illness from form such um, much more common in men and the post-dysenteric form which is equally sex incidence form. equal male and female if both dysenteric but if post-sexual transmitted so it's in men more than female by 10% or 10 if post-dysenteric form including shigella or salmonella tifi or salmonella enteriditis or yericina enterocolitica or campylobacters if post-sexually transmitted it's chlamydia trachomatis management of reactive arthritis or users include symptomatic treatment like analgesics and non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and intra-articular steroids and also sulfasalazine and methotrexate are sometimes used for persistence disease symptoms rarely last more than 12 months so, reactive arthritis, which is the features of reactive arthritis or Ritter's syndrome, typically develops with four weeks of initial infection and symptoms generally last around four to six months. Arthritis is typically an asymmetrical oligoarthritis of the lower limbs, will find dactylitis and symptoms of urethritis and will uh, in the eye form conjunctivitis and anterior uveitis, conjunctivitis and anterior uveitis. The skin will find circate balanitis, circate Palanitis, it's a painless vesicle on the coronal margin of the pubis or penis, and we'll find keratoderma bilinuragia, keratoderma bilinuragia, which is waxy yellow and brown papule on the palm and the sole. Actually, around 25% of patients have recurrent episodes, while 10% of patients develop chronic disease. Iliopsoas abscess. Iliopsoas abscess describes collection of pus in the iliopsoas compartment. Iliopsoas compartment is iliopsoas and iliacus. We'll find primary and secondary. Primary iliopsoas abscess because it's a hematogenous spread of bacteria. The most common bacteria is staph Staphylococcus aureus. And secondary causes of iliopsoas abscess include number one Crohn's. Crohn's is the most or the commonest cause in the, of the secondary iliopsoas abscess. 2. Diverticulitis or colorectal cancer 3. UTI or genitourinary cancers 4. Vertebral osteomyelitis 5. Femoral catheter and lithotripsy Lithotripsy which is chalk waves to break up stones in the kidney and in the proximal part of the ureter And the number 6 of the secondary causes of illusorous abscesses include endocarditis Note that mortality rate can be up to 20% in the secondary cause of illusorous abscess while it's 2.4% in the primarily abscesses Clinical features of illusorous abscess include fever, back and flank pain, limp and weight loss. Clinical examination of the oleosoas abscess. Patients in the supine position with the knee flexed and the hip mildly externally rotated. There are also specific tests to diagnose oleosoas inflammation include place hand proximal to patient's ipsilateral knee and ask patients to lift thigh against your hand. This will cause pain due to contraction of the psoas muscle too. Lie the patient on the normal side and the normal side and hyperextend the affected hips. This should elicit pain as the psoas muscle is stretched. Infestation CT is the, infest the gold standard and management by antibiotic and percutaneous drainage is the initial approach and successful in around 90%. We'll go to surgery if failure of percutaneous drainage and per presence of another intra-abdominal pathology which requires surgery anyway. Hip pain in adults. Hip pain in adults including number one, osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis two, inflammatory arthritis. 
3. Referred lumbar spine pain 4. Greater trochanteric pain syndrome or trochanteric pyrositis 5. Miralgia paralysia 6. Avascular necrosis 7. Pubic symphysis dysfunction 8. Transient idiopathic osteoporosis Number 1. Osteoarthritis Osteoarthritis is a pain exacerbated by exercise and relieved by rest Reduction in internal rotation is often is a first sign and age and obesity and previous joint problems are risk factors. Number two, inflammatory arthritis. Inflammatory arthritis is a pain in the morning and we find some systemic features and raised inflammatory markers. Referred lumbar pain, spine pain. <coughs> it's femoral nerve compression may cause referred pain in the hip. <coughs> femoral nerve stretch test may be positive. Lie the patient's prone and extend the hip joint with a straight leg. Then bend the knee. The stretch of the femoral nerve will cause pain if it's trapped. Then number four, greater trochanteric pain syndrome or trochanteric pericitis. It's due to repeated movement of the fibroelastic iliotibial band. Pain and tenderness over the lateral side of the thigh, most common in women ages from 50 to 70 percent. Miralgia paracystica. Miralgia paracystica is caused by compression of the lateral cutaneous nerve of the thigh, so we will find typically burning sensation over the anterior lateral aspect of the thigh. Number six, a vascular necrosis. Symptoms may be gradual or sudden onset, may be follow high dose of steroid therapy or previous hip fracture of, of dislocation. 7. Pupic symphysis dysfunction. It's common in pregnancy and the ligament laxity increase in response to hormonal change in pregnancy and pain of the pubic symphysis with radiation to the groin and the medial aspect of the thigh. A waddling gait may be seen. Waddling gait. Number 8. Transient idiopathic osteoporosis. It's uncommon condition sometimes seen in the third trimester of the pregnancy. Groin pain associated with limited range of movement in the hip and patients may be unable to weight bear and ESR may be elevated. A vascular necrosis of the hip. A vascular necrosis of the hip may be defined as death of the bone tissue secondary to loss of the blood supply. This leads to bone destruction and loss of joint function. It most commonly affects the epiphysis of the long bones such as the femur. Causes include number one, long-term steroid use, two, chemotherapy, three, three, alcohol excess, and four, trauma. Features of uh, a vascular necrosis of the hip include initially maybe asymptomatic then pain in the affected joint investigation in the plain x-ray finding may be actually normal initially we'll find also maybe osteopenia and microfraction may be seen early on collapse of the articular surface may result in crescent sign and mri is the investigation of choice and it's more sensitive than radionuclidite bone scanning even management of a vascular necrosis sometimes joint replacement may be necessary hip problems in children. Number one, maybe development dysplasia of the hip. Two, transient synovitis or irritable hip. Three, pertis disease. Four, slipped upper femoral epiphysis. And five, juvenile idiopathic arthritis and six, septic arthritis. Number one, development dysplasia of the hip. It's often picked up on newborn examination. A parallel test positive and ortholenty test are positives. Unequal skin folds and leg length. Number two, transient synovitis or irritable hip. It's typical age from two to ten years. We will find acute hip pain associated with viral infection, and the commonest cause of hip pain in children. So, viral infection will cause transient synovitis or irritable hip in children from two to ten years. Number three, Perthes disease. Perthes disease is a degenerative condition affecting the hip joint of children. It's typically between age from four or eight years. It is due to a vascular necrosis of the femoral head. Birth's disease is five more times common in boys and around 10% of cases are bilateral features of birth's disease include 
hip pain develops progressively over a few weeks and will find limp and stiffness and reduce range of hip movement and x-ray you will find early change include widening of the joint space and later changes include decreased femoral head size and flattening of the femoral head number four of the hip problems in children is slipped upper femoral epiphysis Typical age from 10 to 15 years is more common in obese children and boys. It's displacement of the femoral head epiphysis posterior inferior to the posterior inferior. A bilateral slip in 20% and may present acute, act, acutely following trauma or more commonly with chronic or persistent symptoms. Features of slipped upper femoral epiphysis include knee or dist distance. Thigh pain is common and loss of internal rotation of the leg inflection. Number five, juvenile idiopathic arthritis. It's referred to the older term of juvenile chronic arthritis. It describes arthritis occurring in someone who is less than 16 years old that lasts more than three months. Pussy articular juvenile idiopathic arthritis referred to cases where four or less joints are affected. It accounts for around 60% of cases of the juvenile idiopathic arthritis. Features of particular juvenile idiopathic arthritis include joint pain and swelling, usually medium-sized joints like knee and ankle and elbows and we'll find also limp and anamipi positive in joint uh, juvenile idiopathic arthritis associated with anterior reverse. Last one is septic arthritis. Septic arthritis will find acute hip pain associated with systemic upset like pyrexia or inability or severe limitation of the affected joint, which is in here hip. Charcot joint or neurogenic arthropathies is deformity arise in weight bearing joints, mainly the ankles. It associated with neurovascular change like sympathetic dysfunction and exercise ex excessive blood flow to joints and osteoclast activity. It causes chronic sensory neuropathies like in David's minutes or uh, tertiary syphilis or syringomyelia. Septic arthritis. Overview. Septic arthritis is the most common organism. Overall is staph staphylococcus aureus. In the young adults who are sexually active, it's Neisseria gonorrhea. In uh, in sickle cell anemia, it's salmonella. In adults, the most common lesion location is the knee. Okay, in the joint aspiration may be negative if the supposed sexually. So we we'll go to two blood tests, then we we'll find positive, not only one. The cohort criteria for the diagnosis of septic arthritis include fever more than thirty eight point five degree and non weight bearing and the raised ESR and raised white disease more than. Alpha. Management, synovial fluid should be obtained before starting treatment and IV antibiotic which cover gram-negative positive cocci are indicated. So recommend flucloxacillin or if penicillin allergy, so clindamycin. Antibiotic treatment is normally be given for several weeks from 6 to 12 weeks and the needle aspiration should be used to decompress the nerve even before aspiration. Arthroscopic lavage may be required. Look, if gram, if Neisseria gonorrhea, so give cefotaxime or cefotaxime from seven to fourteen days. If not responding, rebuilding joint aspiration. You can give empiric adithromycin, single one gram dose, or doxycycline for seven days for concomitant chlamydia infection. Myralgia parasitica. Myralgia parasitica is described as a syndrome of parasitia or anesthesia in the distribution of the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve, LFCN. It is an 
entrapment mononeuropathy of the lateral femoral cutaneous nerve but can also be atrogenic after, after a surgical procedure or result from a neuroma. Although it's uncommon, but neuralgia parasitica is not rare, but it tends probably underdiagnosed anatomy. Lateral femoral cutaneous nerve is primarily a sensory nerve carrying no motor fibers. It is most commonly originated from the L2 and 3 segments. After pacing behind the psoas muscle, it runs beneath the iliac fascia and it crosses the surface of the iliac muscle and eventually exists through or under the lateral aspect of the inguinal ligament. As the nerve curves medially and inferiorly around the anterior superior iliac spine, it may be subject to repetitive trauma or pressure. Compression of the nerve anywhere along its course can lead to the development of myralgia parasitica. Epidemiology The majority of cases occur in people between 30 and 40 age. In some, both legs may be affected. It's more common in men than women, occurs more commonly in those with diabetes than in the general population. So, risk factor obesity or pregnancy or diabetes or tense ascites or trauma or maybe atrogenic because such as pelvic, pelvic osteo, osteotomy or spinal surgeries or laparoscopic hernia repair and bariatric surgery in some cases may result from abduction splint used in the management of birth's disease. Various sports have been implicated like gymnastics or football or bodybuilding or strenuous exercise and some cases are sporadics. Idiopathic. Patients typically present with the following symptoms in the upper lateral aspect of the side. Burning or tingling or coldness or shooting pain and numbness and deep muscle ache and symptoms are usually aggravated by standing and relieved by sitting. They can be mild and resolve spontaneously or maybe severely restrict patients for many years. Signs of myalgia parasitic include symptoms may be report, reproduced by deep palpation just below the anterior superior iliac spine, pelvic compression, and also by extension of the hip. There is altered sensation of the upper lateral aspect of the side, and there is no motor weakness. Investigation the pelvic compression test is highly sensitive, and often myralgia paresthesia can be diagnosed based on this test alone. Injection of the nerve with local anesthesia will abolish the pain using ultrasound, is effective both for diagnosis and guiding injection therapy in myalgia parasitica, and nerve conduction studies sometimes may be useful. Ottawa rules in ankle injury. The Ottawa rules with for an ankle X-ray have a sensitivity approaching in one hundred percent. An ankle X-ray is required only if there is any pain in the manular zone and any of the following findings. If bony tenderness at the lateral manular zone from the tip of the lateral manulus to include the lowest six centi posterior border of the fibular, or bony tenderness at the medial manular zone from the tip of the medial manulus to the lower centi. 6 cm of the posterior border of the tibia, or inability to walk for weight-bearing steps immediately after the injury and in the emergency department. Achondroplasia. Achondroplasia is the most common cause of dwarfism. It's autosomal dominant mutation in the fibroplast growth factor receptor 3, FGFR3. So when activate the fibroplast growth factor receptor 3, it will inhibit the chondrocyte proliferation and inhibit cartilage synthesis in the epiphyseal growth plate. 
osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis is a degenerative crepitus and subchondral cyst. We'll find a symmetrical joint and the distal interpharyngeal joint affected. We'll go for hyperdens node and in the proximal interpharyngeal joint, Bocher's nodes. But the metacarbopharyngeal joint not affected and there is a pain being increased with use. We'll find osteophytes and ulcerative cartilage and sclerotic bone in the joint. Swelling or white disease will be less than 2000 and and asymmetrical joint affection, loss of a joint space and the trapezometacarpal joint and with it affects weight-bearing joints like wrist and knee. Osteoarthritis management, how to manage? Actually, all patients should be offered help and weight loss. Given advice about local muscle stretching, exercise, and general aerobic fitness. Number two, paracetamol and topical non-stroter anti-inflammatory drugs are the first line analgesics. Topical non-stroter anti-inflammatory drugs are indicated only for osteoarthritis of the knee and or hand. So, knee or hand. Second line treatment is oral non-stroter anti-inflammatory drugs or COX-2 inhibitors or opioids or capacitin cream and intra-articular corticosteroid. Note that proton pump inhibitors should be co-prescribed with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs and COX-2 inhibitors. These drugs should be avoided if the patients take aspirin. Non-pharmacological treatment options include sports and braces, tents and shock absorbing insoles or shoes. If conservative methods fail, then refer for consideration of joint replacement. Codamol, it's codeine and parastamol. What is the role of glucosamine, glucosamine in osteoarthritis? Normal constitute of glucosamine glycans in cartilage and synovial fluid. Systemic review of several double blinds of glucosamine in knee osteoarthritis reported significant short-term symptomatic benefits, including significantly reduced joint space narrowing and improved pain score. But more recent studies have, however, been mixed, so nice guidelines in suggest it's not recommended and the drug therapeutics bullet review advised that while glucosamine provides modest pain relief in osteoarthritis, it should not be prescribed in NH use due to limited evidence of cost effectiveness. Osteogenesis imperfecta. Osteogenesis imperfecta is more commonly known as brittle bone disease. It's a group of disorders of collagen metabolism resulting in bone fragility and fractures. The most common and milder form of osteogenesis imperfecta is type 1. Overview. It's a tosomal dominant, tosomal dominant abnormality in type 1 collagen due to decreased synthesis of pro-alpha-1 or pro-alpha-2 collagen polypeptides. Features of osteogenesis imperfecta include its presence in childhood and fractures following minor trauma and plus clearer because conjunctiva needs collagen to be white and deafness occurs secondary to osteosclerosis and the dental imperfections are common. Investigation, how to investigate by adjusted calcium phosphate and parathyroid hormones and alkaline phosphatase results are usually normal in osteogenesis imperfecta. McQueen-Albert syndrome, it's a triad of fibrous dysplasia, multiple osteolytic inhib and pelvis, and cafe oleo spots and precocious puberty and endocrine abnormalities, GNA is degenerations. To form a bone, we have minerals and you should have minerals and matrix. Minerals like calcium and phosphate that parasormone stimulate vitamin D to increase calcium reabsorption from kidney and decrease phosphorus, increase excretion of the phosphate, and calcium reabsorption from bone, so increase in blood. Also, to, so to form bone, we should have minerals and matrix. Matrix collagen type 1 and cells and proteins. <coughs> collagen type 1, 
cells like osteoplasts and osteoclasts and protein. So a problem in the matrix with the collagen or cells, protein will go for osteoporosis and problems in minerals will cause osteomalacia and rickets. So osteomalacia, osteomalacia basics, it's a normal bony tissue, tissue but decreased mineral content. Rickets, because rickets, if when growing and osteomalacia if after epiphysis fusion types of osteomalacia maybe vitamin d deficiency like malabsorption of lack of sunlight or diets maybe number two maybe renal failure three drug induced like anticonvulsant or vitamin d resistance it's inherited cause and maybe liver disease like cirrhosis features of osteomalacia Rickets and osteomalacia. Rickets, knock knee and bow leg and features of hypocalcemia and osteomalacia, bone pain and fractures and muscle tenderness and proximal myopathy. Investigation of osteomalacia include low 25-OH vitamin D in 100% of patients by definition and raised alkaline phosphatase in 95 to 100% and low calcium and phosphate in around 30% and with the x-ray will find children and children will find cupped raised metaphyseal surface and in adult translucent bands which is called losers zones or pseudo fractures treatment with calcium and vitamin d tablets osteomyelitis osteomyelitis describes an infection of the bone staph aureus is the most common cause so in osteomyelitis staphylococcus aureus is the most common cause except in patients with sickle cell anemia where salmonella species predominate so if sickle cell anemia it's salmonella species other than this the staphylococcus aureus but disposing factor for osteomyelitis include diabetes mellitus sickle cell anemia and intravenous drug users and immunosuppressant due to either medication or maybe hiv or maybe also alcohol excess in definition of osteomyelitis is mri mri is an imaging mode of a choice with a sensitivity of 90 to 100 percent management of osteoarthritis include floxacillin for six weeks and clindamycin if penicillin allergy osteopetrosis osteopetrosis as known as marble or matrix bone disease the problem or the disorders in the defective osteoclast function resulting in failure of the normal bone resorption so it results in dense and thickened bones that are prone to fracture and we find bone pain and the neuropeptides are common neuropathies are common bone pain and the neuropathies calcium and phosphate and alkaline phosphates are normal because it's not a mineral problem it's a matrix problem stem cell transplant and interferon gamma have been used for treatment interferon gamma and stem cell transplant to, for treatment of osteopetrosis Osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is a problem in the matrix form bone. Matrix like collagen type one or maybe cells, osteoplasts or osteoclasts or protein. So, the causes of osteoporosis. Actually, advanced age, advanced age and female sex are significant risk factor for osteoporosis. Prevalence of osteoporosis exceed from two percent. من عندهم خمسين سنة إلى أكثر من twenty five percent اللي عندهم تمانين سنة من الستات. في other risk factors, other many second causes, secondary causes of osteoporosis. لكن خلي بالك إن risk factors that are used major risk assessment tools بنستخدم الفراكس أو الفراجيلتي ريابيلتي. الفراجيلتي ريابيلتي بتنكلد مثلاً إن الهيب فراكشر أو الكولس فراكشر أو كومبريشن فراكشر في الفيرتيبري. So the risk factor may be ست كبيرة رفيعة بتشرب الكول كتير and بتدخن سموكنج وعندها روماتويد ارثرايتس وجالها قبل كده هيب فراكشر so it's history of group corticoid use and rheumatoid arthritis and alcohol excess and history of parental hip fracture and low body mass index which is mean thin and current smoking 
في اذر ريسك فاكتورز يس في اذر ريسك فاكتورز عد معايا اول حاجه الست دي تعمل ايه سيدنتري لايف ستايل جالها بريماتيور مينيبوز هي ميبي كوكيزيان اند ايشنز عندها اندوكراين ديزوردرز عد معايا عندها هايبر باراثيروديزم عندها هايبر ثايروديزم عندها ديبيتس ميليتس عندها نقص في الجروث هرمون جوزها عنده هايبوجناديزم ممكن جوزها كان تيرنر ولا مش هينفع يكون تيرنر او عنده تستيرون ديفشنسي الست دي عندها مالتيبل مايلوما او ليمفوما وعندها جي اي ديس اوردر زي انفلاماتري باول ديزيز او مال ابسوربشن مال ابسوربشن سندروم زي سيلياك عندها عملت قبل كده جاستريكتومي وعندها ليفر ديزيز او كرونيك كيدني ديزيز وعندها اوستيوجينيسيس امبرفكتا وهي صغيره او وهي صغيره عندها هوموسيستينوريا في ميديكيشنز كمان بتورث الاوستيبروز زي ما قلنا الجلوكوكورتيكويدز كمان الست دي عندها اكتئاب بتاخد سيلكتيف سيريتونري ابتيك انهيبيتورز وسرعه بتاخد انتي ابيليبتكس بروتون بامب انهيبيتورز وجليتازونز ولونج تيرم هيبرين ثيرابي واروماتيز انهيبيتورز زي الانسترازول طيب بنفستيجيت ازاي السكندري كوز اوف الاوستيوبروزس البيشنت اللي دايجنوز وذ اوستيوبروزس اور هاز ا فراجيليتي فراكشر فيرذر انفستيجيشن مي بي وارنت زي النوج ريكومند تيستن فور فولونج ريزنز مثلا لو حاجه اكسكلود ديزيز ات ميميك اوستيوبروزس زي الاوستيوماليشيا او المايلوما عايز تايدنتيفاي الكوز اوف الاوستيوبروزس اند الفاكتورز عايز تاسس ريسك اوف السبسيكوينت فراكشرز عايز تسلكت الموست ابروبريت فورم اوف تريتمنت سو هتعمل ايه بقى الانفستيجيشن دي هتشوف الهيستوري والفيزيكال اكزامينيشن هتشوف البلاد سيل كاونت هتشوف السيديمنتيشن ريت او السي ار بي هتشوف السيرم كالسيوم والالبومين والكرياتينين والفوسفات والالكالين فوسفاتيز والليفر ترانسامينيز ترانسامينيز هتشوف الثيرويد فانكشن تيست وهتعمل ديكسا او بون دنسيتومتري اذر بروسيجرز ساعات بتنديكيت زي مثلا تعمل لاترال راديوجراف على اللمبر والتراسيك سباين ديكسا بيست فيرتيبرال ايميجين تعمل بروتين ايميونو الكتروفوريسيس ويوريناري بينس جونز بروتينز تشوف ال 25 او اتش دي تشوف الباراثيرمون تشوف السيرم توستوستيرون والاس اتش بي جي وتشوف الاف اس اتش والال اتش في الرجاله تشوف السيرم برولاكتين تشوف ال 24 اور يوريناري كورتيزول وديكسا سبريشن تيست تشوف الاندونيزيال او التشو ترانسجلوتامينيز اوتو انتيباديز في السيلياك ديزيز تشوف الايزوتوب بون شوف ماركرز لبون تيرن اوفر لو متاح شوف يوريناري كالسيوم اكسكريشن ومن الفيرست ليست كمان ممكن تعمل ايه بقى يبقى كل البيشنتس هتعمل لهم فول بلاد كاونت يوريا والكترولايت ليفر فانكشن تيست وبون بروفايل وسي ار بي وثيرويد فانكشن تيست الجلوكوكورتيكويد انديوزد اوستيوبروزس احنا قلنا او يو نو ذات ان موست امبورتنت ريسك فاكتور فور اوستيوبروزس از يوز اوف كورتيكوستيرويدز الدراج سو وايدلي يوز ان كلينيكال براكتس ذا موست وايدلي فولد جايد لاينز از 22 رويال كولج اوف فيزيشن جلوكوكورتيكويد انديوز اوستيوبروزس بنقول So, give prophylaxis if the risk of osteoporosis is thought to rise significantly once patient is taking equivalent of prednisolone, 7.5 mg a day daily for three months or for more than three months. It is important to note that we should manage patient anticipatory. So, if it's likely that the patient will have taken steroid for at least three months, you should start wound protection straight away rather than waiting until three months has elapsed. Good example: our patient diagnosed with polymyalgia rheumatica, so it's very likely that he. هياخد اكتر من 3 شهور بريدنيزولون سو جيب بون بروتكشن اكتر بون بروتكشن بنديه هو غالبا الفيرست لاين هو الاليدرونات سو والبيشنت كمان ممكن ياخد كالسيوم وفيتامين دي سو مانجمنت اوف بيشنت ريسك اوف جلوكوكورتيكويد انديوزد اوستيوبروز طبقا للار سي بي اول حاجه اف بيشنت اكتر اور اوفر ايدج اوف 65 اكتر من 65 ييرز اور زوز هو هاف بريفيسلي قبل كده عندهم فراجيليتي فراكشر شود اوفر بون بروتكشن طيب لو البيشنت 
اقل يبقى اكتر من 65 سنه وعندهم قبل كده او قبل كده كان جالهم فراجيليتي فراكشر ادي بون بروتكشن طب لو اقل من 65 سنه انت على طول اوفرد بون دينستي سكان وبعد كده تشوف هتعمل ايه بالبون دينستي سكان لو جريتر ذان لو اكتر التي سكور اكتر من زيرو ري اشور مش هدي حاجه لو التي سكان من زيرو لواحد ونص زيرو لماينس واحد ونص هتريبيت البون دينستي سكان خلال ثلاث سنين من سنه لثلاث سنين لو اقل من واحد ماينس 1.5 سو اوفر اوفر بون بروتكشن اللي هو الالدرونيت وممكن تدي كالسيوم وفيتامين دي يبقى اكثر من 65 او قبل كده جاله فراجيليتي فراكشر اللي هو احنا قلنا في الهب او في الكولس فراكشر او ناحيه الفيرتيبري هتدي على طول الالدرونيت لو اقل من 65 سنه تعمل بون دينستي سكان لو لقيت البون دينستي سكان تي سكور اكتر من زيرو هتري اشور لو ما بين زيرو للماينس واحد ونص هتريبيت من سنه لثلاث سنين للتي سكور او الدينستي سكان لو اقل من ماينس 1.5 هتوفر بون بروتكشن من ضمن الانفستيجيشن اللي هي الديكسا سكان البيسكس ان احنا الديكسا سكان دي عباره عن الفراجيليتي والديكسا اسمها زد سكور يبقى عندنا زد سكور ويتش از الفراجيليتي اند ديكسا الزد سكور دوت عباره عن تي سكور ادجستد للايج والجنتر والاستيتيك فاكتورز التي سكور بيبيزد على البون ماس اوف يانج ريفرنس بوبيوليشن فمثلا التي سكور اوف ماينس 1 معناها ان البون ماس اوف 1 ستاندرد ديفيجن بلو ذا يانج ريفرنس بوبيوليشن التي سكور اكتر من ماينس واحد اتس نورمال لو من ماينس واحد لماينس 2.5 ده استيوبينيا لو اكتر من ماينس 2.5 ده استيوبروزس يبقى الاستيوبروزس بيشخص من ان هو لزان 2.5 مانجمنت اوف استيوبروزس الناس جايد لاين بتقول ان في حاجه اسمها سكندري بريفنشن اوف استيوبروتيك فراكشر ان بوست مينيبوزر وومن الكي بونز انكلودد ان التريتمنت انديكيتد فولوينج بعد اوستيوبروتيك فراجيليتي فراكشر ان بوست مينيبوزال وومن هو ار كونفيرم تو هاف اوستيوبروزس هاو تو كونفيرم شي هاز اوستيوبروزس باي تي سكور ليس ذان 2.5 ستاندرد ديفيجن اور بيلو اف الوومن ايج 75 ييرز اور اولدر سو ديكسس كان كان may not be required if the responsible clinician considered it be clinically inappropriate or unfeasible فيتامين دي وكالسيوم سبلمنتيشن شود بي اوفر تو اول وومن هنتكلم عن البوست مينيبوزر انليس الكلينيشن از كونفيدنت ذات زي هاف اديكوت كالسيوم انتيك اند ار فيتامين دي ريبليت الالدرونيت هو الفيرست تريتمنت اند اراوند 25% اوف بيشنتس كان نوت توليريت الالدرونيت بيكوز ات كوز ابر جي اي سيمتومز اور ابر جي اي بروبلمز لايك هارت بيرن اور سو اون ذيس بيشنتس شود بي اوفرد ريزيدرونيت اور ايتيدرونيت Also, we have strontium ranulate or raloxifen. Recommended patients cannot tolerate the biphosphonate in general. So, treatment criteria for patients not taking aldronate if aldronate in 25% not tolerated. So, unfortunately, a number of complicated treatment cutoff tables being produced in the latest guidelines. So, this take in account patients' age and their T-score and number of risk factors. I mean, for example, parental history of hip fracture or alcohol intake, low, after min four units per day, or rheumatoid arthritis. So important things to remember is in a T-score criteria, the resedronate will etedronate are less than other implying that this offer second line treatment. Now, aldronate or resedronate or etedronate cannot be taken. So give us strontinium, ranulate or raloxifen. Based on a quite strict T-score, they must have been 60-year-old women need T-score less than minus 3.5. The strictest criteria for dinuzumab. So, supplementary notes on treatment. Supplementary notes on treatment. 
we have biphosphonates, we have vitamin D and calcium also raloxifene. Raloxifene is selective estrogen receptor mediator. We have citronium, ranulate and densumab and teriparatide and hormone replacement therapy and hip protectors. Let's begin with biphosphonates. Biphosphonates include aludronate and resodronate and etidronate. They are licensed for prevention and treatment of postmenopausal and glucocorticoid-induced osteoporosis. All three have been shown to reduce the risk of both vertebral and non-vertebral fracture, although alidronate and residronate may be superior even to etidronate in preventing hip fracture. We have ebandronate, but ebandronate is used once monthly and oral biphosphonate. The biphosphonates inhibit osteoclast activity. Aludronate has side effects like heart pain and gastroesophageal reflux. And uh, residronate is IV and less gastric esophageogastric uh, complications and less in heartburn. Vitamin D and calcium. We have poor evidence based to suggest that in a reduced fracture rate in general population at risk of osteoporotic fracture, but it may reduce rates in frail and housebound patients. Raluxifen. Raluxifen is selective estrogen receptor modulator or serum. It's uh, increased estrogen in bone and decreased estrogen in breast and decreased estrogen in uterus. So that's why he's decreased risk of breast cancer and decreased risk of uterus cancer, but increased risk of thromboembolic events and it may worsen the menopausal symptoms. Note that raluxifen have been shown to, re to prevent bone loss and re reduce risk of a vertebral fracture, but not yet been shown to reduce risk of non-vertebral fracture, has been shown to increase bone density in the spine and proximal femur. Citrontium, ranulate, it's a dual action bone agency because it increases the position of new bone by osteoplast and reduce the resorption of bone by inhibiting osteoclast. It in, so it's increased the position of newborn by osteoplast by promoting differentiation of pre-osteoplast to osteoplast. We have concern on regarding the safety profile of citronium ranulate because it's raised uh, recently should be prescribed by specialists in secondary care. In 20, uh, 2014, said that should be used for people whom there are no other treatment for osteoporosis. So citronium ranulate takes alone. And we have increased uh, citronium ranulate increased risk of a cardiovascular event. Any history of cardiovascular disease or significant risk of cardiovascular disease considered as a contraindication for citronium ranulate. Increased risk of a thromboembolic event. So drug safety update in 2012 recommended it's not used in patients with a history of venous thromboembolism and it may cause serious skin conditions or reactions such as Steven Johnson syndrome. Dinozumab. Dinozumab is a human monoclonal antibody that inhibits a rank ligand, which in turn inhibits maturation of the osteoclast. Given as a single subcutaneous injection every six months, subcutaneous and initial trial data suggests that it's effective and well tolerated. We have teriparatide. Teriparatide, paratide, it's a component from parathyroid hormones. It's very effective at increasing bone mineral density, but role in management of osteoporosis is to be clearly defined. Hormone replacement therapy. Hormone replacement therapy shown, has been shown to reduce the incidence of a vertebral fracture and the non-vertebral fractures due to concern about increased rate of cardiovascular disease and breast cancer. So it's no longer recommended for primary or secondary prevention of osteoporosis unless women is suffered from vasomotor symptoms like flushes and hot. Hip protectors evidence to suggest significantly hip fractures in nursing home patients and the compliance actually is a problem. 
fall risk assessment is no evidence to suggest reduced fracture rates, but however, do reduce rate of falls and should be considered in management of hip of high risk patients. Biphosphonates. The biphosphonates analog of pyrophosphate. It's a molecule which decreases demineralization in bone. They inhibit osteoclast by reducing recruitment and promoting apoptosis. Clinical use of biphosphonate. Our haga prevention and treatment of osteoporosis. Number two, hypercalcemia. Three, Budget's disease and four, pain from bone metastasis. The adverse effect of that biphosphonate include our haga esophageal reaction, they esophagitis and esophageal ulcer or heartburn. Especially alidronate. Number two, osteonecrosis of the jaw. Osteonecrosis of the jaw. Three, increased risk of atypical stress fracture of the proximal fem femoral shaft in patients taking alidronate. Four, acute phase response like fever, myalgia, and arthralgia may occur following administration. And number five, which is hypocalcemia due to reduced calcium efflux from bone, but usually clinically unimportant. There is NPs. Tablets of biphosphonate should be swallowed whole with plenty of water while sitting or standing to be given on an empty stomach at least 30 minutes before breakfast or another oral medication. Patients should stand or sit upright for at least 30 minutes after taking tablets. Note that hypocalcemia and vitamin D deficiency should be corrected before giving biphosphonate. However, when starting biphosphonate treatment for osteoporosis, Calcium should only be prescribed if dietary intake is inadequate, but vitamin D supplements are normally given. Duration of biphosphonate treatment varies according to the level of risk, but some authorized recommend that stop the biphosphonate at 5 years if the following apply. If patients less than 75 years old, if femoral neck T score more than minus 2.5, if low risk according to Lfrax or NOG. Dinuzumab. Dinuzumab is a relatively new treatment for osteoporosis. It's a human monoclonal, monoclonal antibody that prevents development of osteoclast by inhibiting rank ligand. Rank ligand is a receptor link between the osteoclast. Remember that osteoclast build bone and osteoclast eat bone. It is given as a subcutaneous injection. We take a subcutaneous injection, 16 mg every 6 months. 60 mg every 6 months. Larger dose of dinuzumab, like 120 mg given every 4 weeks for prevention of skeletal related event like pathological fracture in adults with bone metastasis from solid tumors. For example, you may notice that some of your breast cancer patients have prescribed dinuzumab. Where does it fit in the management of osteoporosis? Oral biphosphonate are still given first line with oral alidronate being the first line treatment. If alidronate is not tolerated, then NICE recommend using an alternative biphosphonate, either residronate or etidronate. Following this advice, become more complicated without which is the next step medication only being started if certain T-score and other risk factor criteria being met. Raloxifen and Dositrinium ranulate were recommended as next-line drug in the NICE criteria, but following recent safety concern regarding Citrinium ranulate, it's likely there will be an increasing role for Dinozumab. What are the known side effects of Dinozumab? D for dyspnea and D for diarrhea in Dinozumab are generally considered the two most common side effects occurring in one and around one in 10 patients. Other less common side effects include hypocalcemia and upper respiratory tract infection. Drug safety update at case of atypical femoral fracture have been noted in patients taking denizumab and doctors are advised to look out for patients complaining of unusual thigh or hip or groin pain. الفيتامين دي سبلمنت الفيتامين دي سبلمنت دوت توبيك مهم 
بنقول ان الفول جروبس شود بي ادفايزد تو تيك فيتامين دي سبلمنت من غير ما تعمل اي تيست اول حاجه كل البريجنت اند بريست فيدنج ومن شود تيك ديلي سبلمنت كونتينينج 10 مايكروغرام اوف فيتامين دي تاني حد قول كل الشيلدرن اول شيلدرن ايجد فروم 6 مانث تو 5 ييرز بس البيبيز اللي بتفيد وذ فورمولا ميلك دو نوت نيد تو تيك ا سبلمنت اف ذي ار تيكينج اكتر من 500 ملي ميلك ا داي ذا فورمولا ميلك از فورتيفايد وذ فيتامين دي If adult more than 65 years خلي بالك people who are not exposed to much sun should also take daily supplements as house bound bound patients test for vitamin D deficiency the key message is that no many people warrant a vitamin D test in those guidelines specify that testing may be appropriate if number one now patients with bone disease that may be improved with vitamin D treatment they are مثلا known in osteomalacia or Paget's disease of the bone number two if patient with bone disease قبل specific treatment where correcting vitamin deficiency is appropriate زي مثلا قبل ما تدي الاي في زولدرونيت اور الدينسوماب دينسوماب 3 البيشنت with musculoskeletal symptoms that could be attributed to vitamin deficiency زي بون بين فانت شكيت في اوستيوماليشيا خلي بالك البيشنت with osteoporosis should be should always be given calcium or vitamin D and vitamin D supplement so testing is not considered necessary People who are higher risk of vitamin D deficiency should be treated anyway so again testing is not necessary for osteoporosis او بعض الناس اللي قلناهم التست not necessary عموما الاوبتيمم ان يكون فيتامين دي مور ذان 75 ملي اف ديفيشنسي اتس ليس ذان 30 ذاتس نيد تريتمنت اديكوت فروم 50 تو 75 اند انسفيشنت فروم 30 تو 50 سو انسفيشنت فروم 30 تو 50 جيف فيتامين دي اف فراجيليتي فراكشر اور اوستيوبروزس اور فيتامين دي ديفيشنسي سيمتومز اور انكريز ان باراثيرمون اور ديكريز سان اكسبوجر باشت ديزيز اوف ذا بون Budget disease of the bone, the increased but uncontrolled bone turnover, so increase in the osteoplast and increase in the osteoclast activity, followed by increased osteoplast activity. Okay, budget disease is common, UK prevalence 5%, but symptomatic in only 1 in 20 patients. The skull and spine and pelvis and long bones are of the lower extremities are most commonly affected. But this wasn't factor of the bone, ragil, kibir. من الشمال ومعاه family history so increasing age male 6 northern latitude and family history clinical features only 5% of patients are symptomatic so the stereotypical presentation is an older man with older male with bone pain and an isolated raised alkaline phosphatase bone pain with illness pelvis or lumbar spine or femur classically untreated features potential bone of the tibia and pushing of the skull Raised alkaline phosphatase, while calcium and phosphates are typically normal. Min- minerals are normal. Other markers of bone turnover include procollagen type 1N terminal propeptide PINP or serum C telopeptide CTX or urinary N telopeptide NTX and urinary hydroxyproline. Skull X ray will find thickened volley and osteoporosis circumscripta. Treatment of vaginal disease of bone include indications for treatment include bone pain and skull or long bone deformity or fracture or periarticular pages. Give biphosphonates either oral residuronate or IV zolidronates. Calcitonin is less commonly used now. Complication of budgets include deafness because cranial nerve entrapment or maybe bone sarcoma. 1% will turn to bone sarcoma if affected for more than 10 years. And fracture and skull thickening and high output cardiac failure and scaphoid avascular necrosis should go MRI, MRI rest and x-ray every two weeks. It also goes in the head of the femur. Bone tumors. We have benign tumors or malignant tumors. Benign tumors, osteoma or osteochondroma or giant cell tumor.
Osteomosomes benign overgrowth of the bone most typically occur on the skull, associated with Gardner's syndrome, which is a variant of familial adenomatous polyposis or FAB. Osteochondroma or exostosis is the most common benign bone tumor, more in males, usually diagnosed in patients aged less than 20 years, and cartridge capped bony projection on the external surface of the bone. Giant cell tumor is a tumor of multinucleated giant cell within a fibrous stroma. Peak incident 20 to 40 years occur most frequently in the epiphysis of the long bone and x-ray shows a double bubble or soap bubble appearance. Malignant bone tumors include osteosarcoma and E-wing sarcoma and chondrosarcoma. Osteosarcoma is most common primarily malignant bone tumor seen mainly in children and adolescents. It occurs most frequently in the metaphyseal region of the long bone prior to epiphyseal closure with 40% occurring in the femur, 20% in the tibia, and 10% in the humerus. The x-ray show called man triangle. It's from the periosteal elevation and some past pattern. Mutation of the RRB gene significantly increases risk of osteosarcoma, so it's associated with retinoplastoma. Other predisposing factors include budget disease of the bone and radiotherapy. Ewing sarcoma, it's a small round blue cell tumor. It's seen mainly in children and adolescents occur most frequently in the pelvis and lung bone tends to cause severe pain and associated with T1122 translocation which result in an Ewing's EWS FLI1 gene products x-ray show onion skin appearance and chondrosarcoma it's a malignant tumor of the cartilage most commonly affect the axial skeleton and more common in middle age middle age the lab values of bone disorders osteoporosis, osteoporosis, calcium, phosphate, alkaline phosphatase, and parathormone all normal. Osteopetrosis, calcium, phosphate, alkaline phosphatase, and parathormone all normal. While in osteomalacia, osteomalacia is a problem in the minerals. So, osteomalacia, so uh, calcium decreased and phosphate decreased, but alkaline phosphatase and parathormone increased. Primary, primary hyperparathyroidism, osteitis fibrosis cystica, calcium increased because al and phosphate decreased, alkaline phosphatase increased, and parathormone increased. Chronic kidney disease, secondary hyperparathyroidism, so calcium decreased, phosphate increased, alkaline phosphatase increased, and parathormone increased. So in chronic kidney disease, the calcium only decreased, but the other like phosphate and alkaline phosphatase and parathormone increased. Bajajitsi disease. All normal except alkaline phosphatase. In Bajajitsi disease, alkaline phosphatase the only elevated value. Connective tissue disease. Connective tissue is collagen, elastin, and fibrillin. Collagen five types. Type one. اللي موجود في البون والسكن so disease في تاي collagen type 1 بيعمل osteogenesis imperfecta type 2 موجود في type 2 collagen بيعمل cartilage collagen اللي في type 3 بيعمل blood vessels and skin عشان كده disease في collagen type 3 بيعمل ehlerdanol syndrome and hypermobility aneurysm and hypervascular collagen type 4 بيعمل basement membrane اللي في الكدني في أي disease في collagen type 4 ممكن يعمل good best chair or alport syndrome collagen type 5 بيبطن blood vessels والسكن so ehlerdanol classical Systemic lupus erythromatosis and systemic sclerosis. It's a disease in collagen type 1 and type 2 and type 3. Elastin. Elastin is good for lung, expansion and recoil, and smile attack is good for skin. So, disease in elastin will cause like alpha 1 antitrypsin deficiency, emphysema, and 2 in blood vessels. Fibrillin. Fibrillin is the sheath around the elastin. So, a disease for fibrillin is the Marfan syndrome, which is autosomal dominant and in the eye lentus and the aorta dilatation plus aortic rupture.
Tumor necrosis factor. Tumor necrosis factor the pro-inflammatory cytokine with multiple roles in the immune system. Tumor necrosis factor is secreted mainly by macrophage and has a number of effects of the immune system. Acting mainly in paracrine fashions, it activates macrophage and neutrophils. It acts as co-stimulator for T cell activation and the key mediator for body's response to gram-negative septicemia and similar properties to interleukin-1. Anti-tumor effect, bardolo anti-tumor effect like phospholipase activation. Tumor necrosis factor alpha binds to both B55 and B75 receptors. These receptors can induce apoptosis. It also causes activation of the NFKP. Endothelial effects include increased expression of selectin and increased production of platelet activating factor and interleukin-1 and prostaglandins. Tumor necrosis factor also promotes proliferation of fibroblasts and their production of protease and collagenase. It is thought fragments of receptors act as binding points in the serum. Systemic effects of the tumor necrosis include pyrexia and Increase acute phase protein and the disorder, the metabolism leading to cachexia. Tumor necrosis factor is important in the pathogenesis of rheumatoid arthritis. So, tumor necrosis factor blockers like infliximab or etanercept are now licensed for treatment of severe rheumatoid. Tumor necrosis factor blockers like infliximab. Infliximab is a monoclonal antibodies and IV administrator. We have etanercept. Etanercept is a fusion protein that mimics the inhibitory effect of naturally occurring soluble tumor necrosis factor receptors and has subcutaneous administration. Adalimumab, Adalimumab, it's a monoclonal antibody, subcutaneous administration. The adverse effect of TNF blockers include reactivation of latent TP and demyelinations. Infiloximab is also used in active Crohn's disease, which is unresponsive for or to steroids. Azathioprine. Azathioprine is a metabolized to the active compound mercaptopurine. It's a purine analog that inhibits purine synthesis. A thiopurine methyltransferase test or TPMT test may be needed to look for individuals prone to azathioprine activity because TPMT will convert azathioprine to inactive metabolites. Adverse effects of azathioprine include bone marrow depression, nausea and vomiting, and pancreatitis, and increased risk of a non melanoma skin cancer. A significant interaction may occur with allopurinol, and hence, lower dose of azathioprine should be used. Azathioprine is generally considered safe to use in pregnancy. Mycophenolate mufetil, mode action of mycophenolate mufetil, mycophenolate mufetil includes it inhibits inosine monophosphate dehydrogenase, which is which is needed for purine synthesis. As T and P cell are particularly dependent on this pathway, it can reduce proliferation of the immune cells. Adhesive capsulitis. Adhesive capsulitis. It's called frozen shoulder. It's common cause of shoulder pain. It's, uh, it's most common in middle-aged female. Etiology actually is not fully understood, but associated associated with diabetes mellitus in 20% of diabetics may have episode of frozen shoulder. Features typically develop over days. External rotation is affected more than the internal rotation or the abduction, so external rotation. Both active and passive movement are affected. Patients typically have painful freezing phase, then adhesive phase, then recovery phase. It will be bilateral in around 20% of patients, and the episode typically lasts for from 6 months to 2 years. Diagnosis is usually clinical, although imaging may be required for atypical persistent symptoms. Management of adhesive capsulitis includes. Actually, no single intervention has been shown to improve the outcome in the long term. 
but sometimes we'll go for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or maybe physiotherapy or oral corticosteroids and intra-articular corticosteroids lower back pain lower back pain uh, ممكن نقسمه الى اربع حاجات musculoskeletal then infective then malignancy then inflammatory musculoskeletal like mechanical or herniated disc or spinal stenosis or compression fracture inflammatory like ankylosing spondylitis or reactive arthritis or psoriatic arthritis and inflammatory bowel disease mm, three malignancy malignancy ممكن متاسسس four infective like osteomyelitis or discitis or abscess Okay, red flags for lower back pain including أول حاجة age if less than 20 and more than 50 2 if history of previous malignancy 3 night pain 4 history of trauma 5 systemically unwell like weight loss or fever so age if age less than 20 and more than 50 قبل كده كان في malignancy في night pain في history of trauma في systemically unwell زي fever or weight loss عندنا بنقول في حاجات may cause maybe acute or chronic pain worse in the morning and on standing on examination there will be there may be pain over the facet the pain is typically worse on extension of the back this is facet joint so facet joints ساعات بيكون acute ساعات بيكون chronic the pain be worse in the morning and on standing on examination maybe pain over the facet and the pain is typically worse on extension of the back لما بتextend the back any حاجة spinal stenosis spinal stenosis غالبا usually gradual onset بتكون unilateral أو bilateral leg pain with أو without back pain يبقى mainly leg pain في spinal stenosis بيبقى في numbness بيبقى في weakness which is weakness بيبقى worse on walking will resolve when sit down pain be described as aching or crawling بت relieve by sitting down and leaning forward and crouching down clinical examination often normal require MRI to confirm diagnosis we have also ankylosing spondylitis. Ankylosing typically young man present with lower back pain and stiffness. Stiffness usually worse in the morning and improves activity. We'll find peripheral arthritis for 25% more common if female. Third thing we have peripheral arterial arterial disease. We have pain on walking, relieved by rest, absent or weak foot pulses and other sign of limb ischemia. So search for other signs of limb ischemia and past history may include smoking or other vascular disease.